0: Here's what's coming up on today's show.
1: It is much better for them to know what my spouse would want or know what mom or dad would want because by the time you're called upon, you can't exactly ask them anymore. Do you know what will happen to your loved ones when something happens to you?
0: If you don't know the answer or don't like the answer, then this is the show for you. Listen up as we teach you about protecting your family legacy through better estate planning our family is here to protect yours. So welcome to the Complete Estate Planning Podcast with attorney
2: Nick Rosenbauer. And here's your host, Ben George. Well, hello and welcome back in to Complete Estate Planning. Glad to have you on the show today. I'm Ben George. He's Nick Rosenbauer at the Rosenbauer Law Office there in Westchester, Ohio. Nick, welcome in. What's going on today?
1: Hey, hey, uh, good morning, Ben. We're, uh, uh, as my clients at least probably know we're uh, still unpacking from the move to the uh, the new office and, and I every time I move, I'll tell you what Ben, I say this is the last time and then I don't know, I, I guess it just you forget about it uh, or, or or the pain, you know kind of kind of leaves the top of consciousness and you say this one will be better. Yeah. although I will say this, I guess like nothing really important or expensive or hard to replace got lost or broken. So well, I guess good. that, yeah, we got to consider that a really good move, right? Yeah.
2: I think yeah. we just, as people, like we always remember the good things, right? We, we kind of block out the bad. I mean, that's just kind of our, our human nature. I think it's like having kids, right? You, you, you yep. forget about all the struggle it took (laughs) to raise the kids. And then by the time, you know, they get a little bit older and things have settled down, you're like, oh, we can do that again. That's not a problem. And then you're back into it. And it's like, oh, why do we do this again? But
1: yeah, Yeah. our our body
2: works well that way.
1: Well, from what I understand, at least for that, I think that's an evolutionary thing. I think that's done on purpose because obviously you and I both know that staying up uh, all night and getting no sleep for three months in a row is not you know, the most fun I could have in the world. But, uh, you know, and, and at that time when baby's two month old, if I sat down and said, Ben, you ready for five more? <laughs> Everyone would say no. Yep. Um, but yeah, from what I understand, I think that's an evolutionary thing. Like, I think your, your brain, I don't know if it, <laughs> you call it trauma. I, I don't know, but you, but it's, you know, actively, right. uh, actively kind of pushes that out. Um, or, you know like our two-year-old was just on good behavior and was cute and was happy and was sleeping <laughs> through the night so he conned us into it um but and yeah moving i guess is the same way although i'll be honest ben uh, we we moved for a good reason we needed more space uh, we actually are trying to hire uh, another person or two which that's turning out to be harder than the move um for any yeah. of our uh, for any of our business owners out there i'm sure you're rolling your eyes and you can uh, you can agree uh, with that, but right. no, it's good. We we're not decorated, so I tell people when they come in, you can't judge me for not having any uh, pictures on the wall. But we have furniture. I got a table for you to sit, table and chairs for you to sit at, and we have phone, internet, and the lights turn on. So I consider that a good thing. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful.
2: Well, hopefully that's your last move for a little while. Um, it's a good problem to have, I guess, but. I know you want to get settled, so hopefully you'll be there soon, but we're glad to have you on the show today. I'm glad you're able to carve out some time between unpacking boxes to talk today (laughs) about our topic, which is uh, when the end is near, you know, estate planning. Is always best, you know, when we handle it long before it's needed. We talk about this all the time. You need to get your state plan knocked out as soon as possible, just to protect yourself and your family. But even a well thought out state plan should be reviewed periodically. And if family is aware that the end is near, you know, it's always a good idea to review certain aspects of the plan and the wishes of the person who's about to pass away. So we want to kind of run through some questions and some things that can be reviewed on today's episode, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And this actually can be used for two different. Uh, people. Um, if this is something that, you know, unfortunately you are uh, in this situation and you say you're not getting any younger, or, you know, maybe there's a diagnosis that you know, isn't very good, uh, doesn't have a great outcome, this is certainly good uh, and can be used as kind of a checklist to make sure you have your ducks in a row. Uh, and additionally, if we have any listeners out there who, You know maybe they have an aging parent or an aging spouse uh, or someone else that they may be involved in or taking care of Uh, i think this is also going to be very very valuable for them to make sure that the you know the loved one who's nearing the end um, has their affairs in order not just to help obviously selfishly you know make sure that if you're in charge of this things are set up to where you can do what needs to be done but also you know, to make sure your parent or spouse or someone makes sure that their wishes are known and things go the way they want them to go, which ultimately is the goal here. So I think this will be really useful for people in both scenarios. Yes, some
2: key questions we'll run through today. And again, if you have questions for Nick afterwards, um, you can always find them online, CincinnatiEstatePlan.com. If you want to review your estate plan or get your estate plan started, you can schedule a call with Nick right there on the website. Again, Cincinnati estate Plan. Dot com. All right. Let's go right through some of these questions, Nick. Uh, first one we got on the list here. Are the people named as the executor, trustee, power of attorney, the right people for the job?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And sometimes, you know, if the end is near, again, depending on how much time we have or how much notice we have, this may not be something that you have the ability to change uh, depending on, you know, how much time you have. But obviously you know, like right now, my wife and I, we have people named uh, to take care of things. I'll tell you what I see most often, Ben, is I'll see someone name, you know, a family member, or maybe when the kids grow up, they name the kids to take care of things. And then all of a sudden, 30 years later, well, the oldest kid lives halfway across the country. Uh, The middle child is you know, halfway across the country. And it's the youngest one who has been coming over every day to make sure things are okay. And you never thought to update things. Okay. So that the person who's 5,000 miles away is your power of attorney or your caretaker. And that's not going to go very well. So things change. People move. Or frankly, Ben, you may have seen You know, maybe there's some family dynamics and the one person who was supposed to be in charge, you know, hasn't stepped up or someone who you thought was not going to be helpful. Maybe they have surprised you and stepped up. So um, if you have the ability, it's always good to revisit and see are the right people uh, getting the right jobs. Uh, And obviously it's, you know, you aren't predicting the future at this point. So my wife and I, if we set up a plan right now we had to predict, hey, 10, 20, 30, 40 years from now, who would be around to do the job. Uh, you don't have to predict the future in this case, but it's always good to review your, uh, your batting order or your lineups to make sure that the right people uh, have the right job titles.
2: Yeah, such an important place to start. So that's why it's kind of top of the list there. All right. What about uh, your, your wishes for inheritance? Have those changed at all?
1: Well, you know, and this is something that it's always obviously. I mean, it's always a good idea to keep a uh, to keep a finger on the pulse of. Um, I will tell you the thing that I see change most often towards the end is maybe a situation where when you set up the plan, and this is of course for older people most likely. If you set up the plan, money goes to the kids, and now, you know, you're. a grandparent and you love the grandkids and you're saying you know what I had these grandkids I have a relationship with them I love them I want to give them a gift or some money uh, as well so a lot of times you'll see people add something for the grandkids Uh, the other thing I'll see and this can be controversial uh, Ben so I I don't say you know take this lightly But sometimes you'll have a situation where one of the children has really stepped up and maybe they quit their job and let mom and dad move in with them. Or they spent a bunch of money to add a room addition onto their house. And then I have a lot of situations where someone say, hey, I want to give extra money as a thank you or a payback to the person who took care of me. So again, now that needs to be approached with caution because... That can cause fighting. You know, if it was supposed to be a third, a third, a third, and then obviously you're giving someone extra money, that can cause friction between the kids. So that's very sensitive to the dynamic of the family, but um, those are the two things that I see most often. Either we like the grandkids, we want to include them, or someone has gone above and beyond to take care of me. And I want to compensate or reimburse or thank them for that, which is usually not something that comes up earlier in life.
2: Okay, that makes a lot of sense. All right, uh, next question we have on the list here: Do I have new accounts or new assets that do not have that proper registration or the beneficiary designations? You got to check this off.
1: Yeah, uh, exactly. And this uh, and this goes back to what we talk about on all of our episodes where we talk about, you know, updates or checkups or new accounts things like that, it's always good to do one final check, right? Just to make sure hey, the bank accounts are set up properly, the investments, the IRAs, the life insurance, the house, everything has been set up properly. That's just a comfort uh, for the family knowing hey, everything is set up the right way. We don't need to worry about something with a wrong beneficiary or an account we forgot about or just whatever whatever the right, whatever the plan is, you know it's a trust, something like that. It's always nice to just do one final walkthrough, make sure everything um, you know passes the test. or if you're not using a trust, there's other ways to do it. But it's always just a good little walkthrough or a you know a final check and it can bring people some comfort.
2: Well, I know as the, the the end approaches, I know there's a lot of talk about the medical care side of things and, and really going through your wishes, right? I know this is probably a very tough conversation to have with people, but it's important to, to go through these things.
1: It is. And th- yes, very, very, very tough. This is a grim one to talk about. This is probably the worst out of everything we're going to talk about on this episode. But it is a much better idea, to have that conversation for both for all parties involved so if i'm the one who is you know fading it is good for me to communicate my wishes so i know that i will be taken care of the way i want to and also the people who are in charge of that it is much better for them to know what my spouse would want or know what mom or dad would want because by the time you're called upon you can't exactly ask them anymore okay so we're talking about you know artificial life support you know end of life scenarios you know they talk about pull the plug if you heard if you remember that terry Shivo news story that was like 15 20 that was a long time ago now wasn't it ben um where the lady was you know permanent vegetable and she was brain dead and the husband was saying, my wife and I have talked. She doesn't want to be kept in existence like this. And I think the, the wife's parents were suing, saying, don't kill my daughter. Yeah, what kind of a, where's the right answer there, Ben? Right? That, that doesn't go well. So it is good to have that comfort, knowing this is what mom wanted. This is what my husband wanted. You know, comfort, care, things like that. Um, there are certain things people are willing to do. And depending on, you know, medical situations, there are certain things where they say, I don't want to go through that. I don't want to do any more chemotherapy. Uh, I don't want a ventilator anymore. Um, do not resuscitate, you know, if my heart stops, I don't want them to get out the paddles and, you know, break my ribs with the chest compressions. Uh, enough is enough. So it is good to have that conversation. And then, you know, organ donation, Uh, body donation if you're donating your body to science lack thereof so you know it's good to have the conversation now because when the time comes it's usually too late to ask the person what they want and i have seen this ben can come back to haunt people um, who have had to make the decision and they you know it's sad but they second guess themselves did they try hard enough or Mm -hmm. did they put mom through too much Hmm. Um, So I know that that's something that can torture people. Um, So it's good to have that clarity. It's not a fun conversation to have, but have it once and be done with it.
2: Yeah, it definitely gives you peace of mind, if nothing else. So then beyond that too is the final disposition and, I, and, and you said this last one was harder, but I feel like this one's got to be pretty difficult too because when you, when you, nobody wants to talk about their own mortality, right That's what we always you know, that's why nobody wants to do estate planning uh, when they need to because they don't want to talk about this sort of thing. but going through these these things like your funeral and burial and stuff is again so important.
1: Yeah, absolutely. um you know do you want to be buried? Do you want to be cremated? Do you want your ashes just thrown in the the backyard or at Disney World? Um, Ben, here's a little little fun fact for you. I don't know if you're a Disney fan uh, at all, like Disney World, Disneyland. I've never um, been personally, um, which I know is sacrilegious. um, But I know people who are fans are raving fans. Like there's no one who just likes Disney. They love it, you know, and from what I understand, Disney... You know, when they say it's the most magical place on Earth, I think they back that up from what I hear. Disney has a big problem in their theme parks of people sprinkling ashes there.
2: Really? I yes, know that.
1: they they literally have people who watch cameras for people doing that, and they place cameras in certain areas that are, I guess, not well-lit, or, you know, they, they have certain areas because they track everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have people who sole job is to walk around you know and part of what they do is clean up ashes and vacuum up ashes so that's a yeah that's a big deal that is yeah that's a huge problem now they keep that quiet you know because if you say i want my ashes spread at disney world it's not going to be a good look if you realize that someone's watching your family and they're tracking them and the minute that you know the person walks away someone's going to come in with a vacuum and sweep it up um, but so, so those of you thinking about having your ashes spread at Disney World, uh, proceed with caution. But, you know, something like that, do you want a funeral? Okay, I'm from Kentucky originally, and I get a whole lot of people who say, just burn me in the backyard and, you know, have a, you know, have a pig roast and, and just have some beer, you know, that sort of thing. Um, And I'll tell you this, Ben, if you've ever had to deal with, you know, losing a parent or a spouse or someone and, you know, they start asking you, what psalms do you want? Do you want a mass, you know, a tombstone? You know, that's not something you want to be deciding after you've just experienced a loss. And then you have to figure it out. And I can speak from, unfortunately, I can speak from personal experience here. Um, It is good to know this is what mom wanted. This is what dad wanted. It gives you comfort and also make sure that they get what they want. Is there a cemetery plot, you know, a final resting place, you know, something like that. Um, And then, you know, another thing, I guess, is, um, you know, are you going to be buried by yourself? Do you want to be buried next to your family? Uh, Do you want to be buried with your spouse? What if you're remarried? You getting you getting buried ben with uh with wife number one or wife number two i mean and that's that sort yeah. of thing happens yeah you know let's say you get married and god forbid you know in your 70s your spouse passes away and then you know you get remarried and you live for another 20 years to someone who's a very you know great person where do you go okay, okay. like that's not you know that's not as easy of an answer as you would think so that's a conversation that should be had ahead of time. And that way people aren't guessing. And there's a comfort level that comes with knowing what my spouse or my parent would have wanted.
2: Yeah. A lot of those things I'm sure you don't think about. I mean, oftentimes you don't think about until the time is is there and, and that's the last time you want to think about it. Right. So getting these things taken care of ahead of time. All right. A couple more on our list here. When we, when the end is near some things that you need to be going through questions you should be asking, Next up is is to see if there are any law changes or updates that are critical to the state plan. And, and I guess this is really kind of a, a spot where you come through for, for people, right, Nick?
1: Yeah, exactly. And obviously every state's different. And frankly, Ben, it depends on how old the plan is. If someone comes to me with something made in 1986, then I know it's pretty darn out of date. Uh, if it comes from 2019, We're probably in in better shape, but I'd certainly have to see it. But it's just like, it's good to have a checkup with the attorney, with an expert, just to make sure that, hey, you know, and here's the flip side. What if, you know, I'm dealing with some clients now or, you know, someone's passed away and it's too late to change it. And, you know, it's kind of regretful. We say, if you would have got me this a month earlier, if I could have looked at it, we could have done a couple small tweaks would have made life a lot easier for the family after the fact. And that's just regret on top of regret on top of regret. Um, So it's something it's good to have a good expert here to look at it. And if nothing else, Ben, it's very comforting to say, look, the plan is good. Everything is up to date. You have a lot of things to worry about. The plan is not one of them. You can be with your family. So if nothing else, get that gold star from the attorney. And if there's not a gold star, at least, you know, hey, we have an opportunity to fix this before the fact.
2: All right. Last thing here is sharing information. So when you say that, Nick, what all what all are we talking about here when it's time to share information?
1: Well, you no know, surprises is usually, the less surprises, the better. You know, do the decision makers, your powers of attorney, your trustees, your executor, guardian for the kids if you're young, you know, do they know that they have a job to do and what they need to do, okay? Because if, um, you know, if no one knows that their power of attorney for dad, they're not going to do anything, okay? So the, the people need to know they have a job to do. Do people know your wishes, right? Like what we've talked about, or if you're, if this is a loved one of yours, it's a good idea to ask them, say, hey, dad, if we get to this point, what would you like me to do does everyone know where your important paperwork is you know say hey dad always said i was power of attorney well you need to produce that power of attorney before you go to the bank and sign a check okay so let people know where it is and then do the institutions and and most likely the hospital uh, have access to the information so you know the bank is not going to let me sign a check for my wife just by me saying i am my power of attorney for my wife they're going to say that's great show me the document okay so they need to see the document um same with the hospital what we tell our clients is upload your medical documents uh to my chart you ever use my chart ben the little it's like a little account thing that kind of goes with uh, the, the the doctors and yeah. you can schedule and message yep you can upload documents and paperwork Okay. so we yeah one of the things we've done the last uh, about three or four years is we've put all the scan documents on a usb drive for our clients and we tell them take your medical documents upload them to your my charts the doctor and hospital has them Um, and that way there's no delay uh, when the time comes they have the information they know who's in charge and they know what your wishes are Um, and that's that's just going to make life a heck of a lot easier
2: well very good i know um you know it's obviously a tough time period, but these are some things to be thinking about and going through with your estate plan just to make sure all your wishes are covered and that everything, all the I's are dotted T's are crossed. And and again, your your estate planning attorney can help you with this stuff. I know Nick is, is, is there for his clients going through this process to make sure everything's taken care of and that uh, you can have that peace of mind for your loved one. But if you have questions, you want to go through any of this with Nick specifically, you can always log on. Cincinnatiestateplan.com is the website. There's a big button there on the front. You can schedule a call with Nick plus a lot of other great resources too. If you like this podcast, uh, all of our shows are there plus there's some other great uh, blogs on the site and some other uh, resources to help you with your estate planning. But again, if you have questions for Nick, we, we always encourage you to reach out directly. All right, Nick uh, good, good conversation. I, you know, I know it's a tough one for people to go through, but uh, I think it's important we did and I'm glad that you, you walked us through each one of these steps.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's not fun and it's not something you want to do, but I will say this is something that feels much better and there is a comfort and a peace of mind knowing that it is done and knowing that if it's you, your family will take care of you the way you want. And if you are in charge of taking care of someone else, you know what to do. You know what mom or dad or your spouse would want. And there is there is peace that comes with that. Absolutely.
2: Well, thanks for being a part of this episode of Complete Estate Planning for Nick Rosenbauer over at the Rosenbauer Law Office in Westchester, Ohio. I am Ben George. Take care. The Complete Estate
0: Planning Podcast is brought to you by the Rosenbauer Law Office based in Westchester, Ohio and serving the entire Cincinnati area. The show is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, google podcasts and everywhere you listen to podcasts subscribe to the show on your favorite app today and never miss an episode just search for complete estate planning with nick rosenbauer to find us or visit EstatePlan.com to listen to past episodes to contact nick and to learn more about protecting your family legacy that's EstatePlan.com.